0: Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Kelvin, you really close to your phone. <laughs> really close. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Bravo Zulu podcast. We're live right now on YouTube. Uh, we'll see who shows up, who gets in the comments. Uh, a lot of people are invited and stuff. Um, Sorry, I'm just checking make sure the feed goes through and all that good stuff. All right, so today we have Nikki. Hey, babe. And then we have uh, Tanya. What's up, Tanya? Tanya's been a guest. It's her uh, two-time uh, return right now. She's uh, defending her belt. And then we got Nick.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: We know what rhymes with Nick. <laughs> Slick. All right, I so watch for this guy. I might try to get something past <laughs> you. And then, what well, this is now three-time guest, right? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me switch over. I'm sorry, I got a lot of switching to do today. We got Kelvin Oh, Kelvin! What the hat? What are you doing, my brother?
2: Well, come on, come on! I know you love it.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, there, Navy Chief, Navy Pride, Navy Chief, Warren Officer. All right, we got I'm Kelvin day, back. So, uh, you know, in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about um military divorces and what impacts that the military has on marriages. As we've talked about before, you know, here at the Bravo Zulu podcast uh, with me and Nikki and how we handle things. Nick, me and you've had discussions. Tony, you really haven't been here for one of those. I don't know if you've listened to any of those, but you have some experience in life, right? So, uh, you know, we, we invited you over to share some of the experience. So hopefully, you know, if anyone's listening, they can, um, if they're thinking about divorce, going through divorce, they could learn something or get a tool or something for their uh, war chest. Cause, think sometimes um divorce can be kind of ugly right um so you know and again like i was saying before like this isn't to call anyone out you guys share as much information as you feel comfortable with uh about what you've gone through right but um there's no judgment coming over here or anything and if you're in the chat you know don't judge just listen ask questions and see what's going on so uh let's kick it with you nick first you know like uh you look shocked <laughs> come on chief come on uh yeah, just tell us a little bit about your situation, whatever you want, you know, how long you've been divorced or whatever and kind of uh what what got you there or you know, things like that. Go
1: ahead. So, um I've been divorced like two and a half years, I think. Something like that. Um if you if you listen to the podcast before, I shared somewhat some of my history, Um, just being in the military with the divorce and what led up to it. I'm sorry. Um, (coughs) With any marriage, as a young man, you have to be uh, mature, and you have to be sure yourself, like who you are as a man and what you want um, moving forward. And understand that how you feel at 22 is not how you're going to think and feel when you're 29 and so forth and so on. And I say all that to say um, you got a chance to create who you are, recreate who you are when you join the military, whether you like it or not, for the better or for worse. You still got a chance to uh, create who you are and – portray a certain image um speaking for myself um i try to do uh recreate myself in a, in a better way like you know um for the reasons why i joined the military obviously to, to be good at life and when you start getting success or uh just when you start doing well you start to get attention um all of that, as a like looking back, it's just, it's just what it is. It's attention. Now you have the choice to to act on it, and a lot of times I chose to act on it, which uh, put me in situations to where I will become a cheater. Let's call it what it is. Um, and then you, it happens once, and then once becomes twice, and then it becomes a habit. Oh, for me, it became a habit. Um, not every day, not 365 days. It just it just became easier to, to, to go down that road because you, you've been there before, so you know how to play the game, you know what to do. Um, I'm not going to say the military played a role in my divorce, just the structure of how the military is. Close quarters, you see somebody every day. Everybody's putting their best foot forward every day. So that person only sees the best version of you. They see you with the nice haircut. The the, the They just see the, 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 the smoke and mirrors. They don't really know you. And um, spending time with people more so than when you spend time at home, there's a level of a comfort you get and... Uh, for me, it was just, and when you're immature, you don't know how to handle that. And you don't know how to navigate through those roads. So, I made stupid decision after stupid decision to uh, break the trust in my household. Um, the military did not play a role because, at the end of the day, you got a choice. Like yeah. The guy at Home Depot who cheats on his wife, he's got a choice. Yeah. Um, to,
0: to They don't look it. that good at Home Depot either. Right. they, they don't, They're not required haircuts or anything or showers. Right.
1: So... You got a choice to um, to make the right decision to take your ass home and respect your marriage, or to if you want to go down that road, uh, headaches and and living a double life, and now you got to live this lie that you created at home. Because I never told. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying I never lied to women about my situation. I never hid my family. I never promised. Like, anybody I was leaving or I never did any of that goofy shit. I, it was just, I'm married. This is what it is. And um, now I lied to my wife, which was fucking stupid. The person that got my back, I'm lying to. But the person that means nothing to me, that's not going to take care of me when I'm sick, that doesn't love me, that doesn't know my secrets, I'm, I'm lying and hurting that person. Yeah. Um. And then you're also hurting your family, your kids, because... Now, when they find out, and you go through the cycle of heartbreak and everything, now she can't be the best version of herself at home. She can't be the best mom. It's a trickle-down effect. You know how we say in the military, shit rolled downhill. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to say that the military <coughs> played a role. Just the environment sometimes, I didn't, I wasn't mature enough to to understand, like, hey, some of this is just that. And I never one time was like, man, I'm, I'm glad I went home. I'm glad I cheated today. Like, that never, ever crosses our mind. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's always like, damn, like, what am I doing? Like,
3: Do you feel like it was like a self-discovery thing? Like, you had to go through it to figure out, like, what you actually wanted?
1: I believe so. And I believe every. I believe every man has to go through. A stage where they need to find themselves, and they need to go through um, discovering that sleeping, giving yourself to a bunch of women is is just that. It's just doesn't make you feel good. It, it might make you feel good for the moment, but then after a while, you, you 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 check out of that, and then it's just you're just doing it just cause. So I do believe that. It's a discovery moment. I discovered that it's just what it is. It's not that serious.
3: Well, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. like, how old were you guys when you guys got married? Got
1: married? Uh, we got married when I was uh, 19. 19.
0: Honey, do you not listen to the podcast? Do, we I, covered that. Like,
3: I know, but some listeners haven't right. heard the previous podcast, so I'm just reiterating. Okay,
0: I'm sorry, everyone who's reading. watching or listening right now. Like, I'm going to have to, honey, you need to watch every episode, babe. I need the views. Yeah, I. Know. <laughs> I need the downloads. All right, set me up on automatic download, please. But you
3: also have to repeat for new listeners that are just oh. tuning in. Oh, I'm sorry. Do
0: you?
3: Have any
1: and, okay. And can I? Can I say,
0: Damn, y'all! It's go ahead, Nick. Please. I just
1: wanna, uh, so I was 19 now, and I, I know, like it's a. I'm not scaring off track. I'm just no I just want to throw this out there. There's this, you know, it, it got this thing like. Uh, black men don't cheat, right? And it's it's kind of made like a. They were trying to make it in a positive light online, but it's also taken into like a. a it's a meme. A, a meme, like a yeah. joke, right? Um, being in the military, you're around all walks of life, so everybody from everywhere. It is not a cultural. It is not an ethnicity. It's not. It's not. Oh, only this. Men, black, white, Asian. Whatever you identify as men all go through a um, go through that, and I've seen it. I'm not going to sit here and dying people out I'm like, no, but I, I've seen every type of man from every walk of life, from every religion uh, step outside their marriage. So it's, it's not, uh, oh, you know I only see it in, in this group, no, I, it's in every single category.
0: Tony, do you want to go next, or Kelvin, you got something? Which way are we going?
2: I mean, I can go. I'll jump in. Um, Yeah, so uh, much like Nick, I I got married at 19. I was married for 18 years, um, got divorced about three years ago. Um, And so kind of really on the topic, the the Navy's effect, I mean, so we ran the gauntlet of everything that could possibly cause Divorce, um, from you know, basically, you guys know the list, right? Um, but I can't say that the navy didn't play a part, um, because there are parts of the navy that make it hard to sustain a marriage. Um, some things that we do that just aren't normal for maintaining a relationship uh, the the time away, the duty days, deployments, all of those things, you know, the, the moving every three years, possibly, um, all of those things. Uh, I think contributed in the end uh, to the issues that that, that arise in my marriage um, and you know that that is why we are an organization with such a high divorce rate that's why you don't see many people uh, walking around the Navy that do a successful 20 years without a divorce because it, it's, it's it's an unnatural way uh, that we live um and that I think in a lot of a lot of ways uh, factors in and you know, uh, points to Nick. Um, first of all, uh, all credit due because you know he took all the uh, responsibility for uh, the things that he did. But points to him. It's also an environment thing, right? I mean, we are working, like he said, in close quarters with people of the opposite sex. So um, even if you're a married person and you're gone, uh, you know, six to nine months to a year, um, those urges naturally are going to. Uh, are going to be present. Um, you're going to see somebody uh, you're attracted to a lot of times, a lot of those times, uh, you're going to develop a friendship, kinship, uh, with that person just from working with them, that working relationship. And then again, our relationships go beyond work because in a lot of times you're seeing this person all day, every day, you're, you're, you're getting to meet them, talk to them. Um, and a lot of times, you know, I've seen that skirt left or right, uh, Uh, into, you know, something that they shouldn't be. Um, So really, it it is that environment that he spoke of uh, is conducive to uh, infidelity. Um, And, you know, I know uh, everybody on this podcast, I know we've all seen it. Um, I came into the Navy with a sense of, you know, uh, freshly married. Um, Hey, I'd never, I would never do that Um, and then you just, it's, it's rampant. It's, it's something that you, you know, we all kind of deploy and you see it happening. And, you know, I've had friends and and let me credit two people. Um, I've, I've known and met and talked to people that that didn't cheat at all, that that were 100% faithful in their relationship. But I would say those people are few and far between. And again, that's based off of natural attraction, um, time away. Um, time in close quarters with opposite sex, uh, normal human urges, and then yeah, just the, the, the weird nature of of what we do in the Navy. Again, I'm not saying it can't be overcome. I'm not excusing anything I did. Uh, and again, for me, um, and I think I think Nick kind of spoke to men's aspect of that, but I'll say I've seen it from from both sexes. I've seen obviously in most of these situations, there's a partner there. Um, but I've seen married women cheat. Um, I've seen I've been back on shore and seen the 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 wives um, and what they may be doing um, when their husband's gone. So I, and I don't know the numbers, and I won't get into it. But I've seen it from both sides. I've seen the men and the women, and I would say it's 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 pretty close in terms of who's cheating. Um, you know th- that number is probably just as much men as women. I um, mean, I again I just think the the natural Time apart, um, and then needs, urges, and whatever else, you know, is very conducive to, to infidelity.
0: What's up, Nick? Yeah,
1: he has them. I gotta piggyback off what Kelvin said about the women. Um, I'm not making an excuse for military women, but when we talk about like conditions, how we said, like, men, we around close quarters, environment every day, you know gotta stay in shape, we gotta look good, whatever. Like, I'm not making, again, I'm not making an excuse for women, but what I'm saying is the military in general is a male dominant, high testosterone environment. Correct? Okay. Your woman, if she's, let's say, pretty decent, she's going to get a lot of attention from people lower ranking, of her rank, and higher ranking. Now, let's say if your woman is gorgeous, and you know that your woman is gorgeous, and everybody knows your woman is gorgeous, multiply that by 10. Like, they already get men trying to talk to them when they leave the house going to Target. So imagine when they go to work, and they step on base, and they go to, they go to work. They got guys trying to talk to them. They go to the commissary. They got guys trying to talk to them. They go to the exchange. They got guys trying to talk to them. Like, it doesn't stop from the time they leave their house to when they come home.
0: At Target, honey? <laughs> At Target? <laughs> yes, yeah, can't go to Target no more.
1: So. If <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to keep it a little light like, around like, here, like, okay? Like, <laughs> you know, it's a heavy topic, but I'm going to come with the
1: jokes. And if you're not taking care of home, you're. You're helping the her step out on you yeah. because, I, in my in my opinion, women don't just women don't just go cheap. They're not they're not animals. They're not dogs. They're not us. They don't just go. That's not them. Yeah. It's it's a it's they they fall in love with the way a guy talks, walks, smells, goofy shit.
0: Nikki over <laughs> here bobbing her head again. No, you talking about? Know, oh, because you're thinking about when we fell in love. Yes.
4: Okay.
1: Right. Ooh, I'm just. So yeah, me sweat like it's. She's thinking about it's other things that that play a part in that. So when, like Kelvin said, yeah, he's seen women. cheat. yeah, it was because, in my opinion, she wasn't she wasn't getting no love at home. She it, wasn't
0: being fulfilled. She
1: wasn't being fulfilled. And then you got somebody, somebody's gonna crack the code. Somebody, one of those. Hey, what's up? It's gonna hit. It no, not hit, but the door is gonna be open for a response. You get what I'm saying? What you laughing for so much, honey? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny, you didn't hit. No, no not, not I'm hit. saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying one of the what's up, like oh, it's gonna uh, stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. one of the what's up is gonna stick. Like a hundred men walk past and be like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Like one of them is going to hit. We're like,
1: oh wait, what did he say? You know, like not my girl, because it, like you gotta, you gotta think like how when when y'all sitting there watching TV mm-hmm. and that actor. Or that rapper or that country music star or that athlete. I'm just hitting all walks of life here. <laughs> Chris Brown hit.
0: earlier today I hit. Saw that.
1: When
3: when, oh, when oh. and they and they
1: do that, ooh. Or they look a certain way and mm-hmm. they get excited. Come on, man. hmm mm.
3: <laughs> Did y'all hear his new song? <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> <I'm
0: not fucking laughs> We have to dot her eye later. So good. <laughs>
4: All right,
0: so um, <clears throat> thank you, Nate, for the input. Sorry, I, like I said, I am gonna keep it like y'all did. because you know it, it is a tough, sensitive—not really sensitive—it's a tough subject. You know, when when you guys are exposing yourselves to you know the dozens of listen, listeners that I have, right? Um, <laughs> so I understand, hundred, right? A uh, few hundred, dozens. So Tanya, uh, would you like to share? Sure. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the mic in front of your mouth, just like that, right there. Okay, you can move it; it moves around. Tanya, don't yeah. be shy.
5: So, I'm a three time military divorce. What is it? Divorcee, divorcee, or whatever. All three of my ex husbands were a prior military. Um, yeah, I I think that the military does play a part because of the time away. So, truck um, drivers cheat too because they're away. Like any time away from your significant other is hard. You know, like we're you're married but you're you're like you're human like somebody told me the other day saw my girlfriend and said you know damn like you know hey tanya your girl is, is fine you know he's like like sis i'm married i'm not blind you know what i'm saying and then that's what yeah we're human you know we're um but for mine i think um that for me personally i learned from each marriage you know what i mean um so my first one i think i was 22 when i got married um my my first and second marriages i felt like it was kind of forced because of the military because let's get stationed together and all that stuff you know um my third one no (coughs) but i also know that um because of the time that we spent away also caused you know them and i'm a little bit different like i'm a realist because we are both in the military um and i don't want like i'm all for marriage if you're married like you know i've i've met people that talk about their spouse you know and that they're still cheating but they put their spouse on this like you would never know but then you got the ones that don't care like yeah i'm doing it like they're bragging about it you know so i'm not saying that you know one is better than the other but i know it's like like nick said like i'm here like this is wife and (coughs) i'm gonna just come over here and get some pussy from your dick or whatever it is you know um so when I, you know, I had three rules, and this is just me, you know, I'm not saying this right, but I had three rules in my marriages, you know, all of them because they were military, and I actually learned that from my first marriage. And when I got married, I said, um, I got three rules for you, especially when they would leave on deployment. I said, don't fall in love, don't bring anything home, and don't get her pregnant. And that wasn't a pass, you know what I'm saying, but because we're in the military and because I'm away and he's away, just don't do that. As soon as you break one of those then we have an issue. And, and then that's basically what happened. You know, so because I'm a realist, because I know what they are challenged with, I gave you that, and you still messed that up, then you're the fucking idiot is the way I see it. Um. So, but that's why I say that the military plays a part. But I think any job that keeps you away from your spouse or your partner is going to play a part. But the military got some snakes. You know what I mean? It's something about the military. Don't tread on her. Yeah, <laughs> they got on. they got some snakes. Like not that each job civilians don't, but I can't speak for the men because, like, men. I mean, they, it's not hard to get a man. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, you can be you can you can be a female dog and you can get a man. You know, like your your what is it? Your um, pee pee no
1: you're <laughs> <laughs> only as faithful as your option no
5: yeah your option yeah exactly you know you go to uh like a or, uh, secluded you know commander place and you're like okay i'm just um but shit i forgot what the fuck i was gonna say about, that.
0: You're about options
5: yeah about options um no i, I lost track
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that that i thought that was interesting um yeah, I'm not saying
5: take that with you. You know I mean? You can use it if you want, you know. Um if you but just I I feel like if you be open no. and, Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, not at all. You better fucking not, Josh. Oh, <laughs> no, not. But this because uh, of my experience with it. I, yeah. That wasn't my rules in my first, you know, but I was like, you know, I'm going to do maybe I said I said to myself maybe this will help our marriage. Maybe this will keep us together, you know? And that's just I guess risks or sacrifices that you're willing to make you know, to do that. And then I realized when they weren't willing to when they still broke those rules, then I guess you're not like you can't you can't even handle that. Then you know what else? What I was saying about snakes, I'm sorry. Females in the military, and I'ma say it, they're snakes. They want what you want. They see you, they see a good man, they see you with your family. They want what you have. So some of them don't even really want you. They just want what you have. Men are not like that. Men in the military, they just want to pound. You know what I'm saying? Now, some of them actually, I, I don't know, you tell me if they really, they see another, They, you can comment and say, oh, man, she's a good wife or whatever it is. But women, on the other hand, they just caddy like that, you know? Not all of them, but most of them, especially the younger ones, like they see something nice and they're like, yeah, it's a challenge. I bet you I can get that. I want to get that, you know?
1: I, I don't think that that's military specific. It's You could say the same thing with athletes
3: no, no. That, yeah I mean military specific I mean it does happen everywhere, everywhere but military right. specific it does happen like little little semen hoe bag is like oh check out that chief you know what I mean I'm a bag that you know right because everyone says his wife's like this 10 out of 10 and mm. you know I'm a I'm going to score that chief just to say that I got that in my pocket. we would yeah. be hanging around so and be, be telling you, you this hey, shit? So no, no, no,
4: what the no, no,
0: fuck I is going on in I the see.
4: hospital? I've seen what
1: I've seen. <laughs>
4: but I, I think there's,
2: a, I think there's
0: oh, Hold on, hold on. Let, let, let Calvin yeah. jump in. Go ahead, Calvin.
2: Yeah, I think that's to that Because I will tell you, and you know, I know most of us in here are khakis, I will say uh, the level of interest, let me say the level of interest I, that I've seen from women... Seem to increase when I put on chief, and maybe that's a power thing, maybe that's a position. You know, I don't, I don't know, but you know, that's just me being honest. Um Yeah, that level of interest seemed to increase, you know, from from junior sailors when I put on khakis. Yeah. Uh, go
1: ahead. I get what he's saying because I seen it. I seen like, I seen it, but for me, I. He's so cocky. No. Oh, you just always had it. My no, boy always had it.
5: No, yeah, Leo. No, <laughs> slick. I slick, did, Nick.
1: I'm being serious. It never... Yes, he, he's right, though. The power, the position of power, the position of authority. Yes, that is absolutely true. Because I see CMCs get pussy thrown at them, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> but uh, and but to Nikki's point, when she said, uh, you got like semen, whole bag, or whatever... And she hears that this guy's wife is a yes, that's a that's I 100% my ex wife broke that down for me. She said it was like a humbling conversation. She had to bring me off my pedestal. She said, You ain't shit. No, well, yeah. <laughs> but she said, It was like during the time of our divorce, she was like, You thought that these women wanted you for you. And she said, Yeah, you look good, you're attractive, you're handsome. But she was like, let me tell you how women think. And she said the same thing. She said, if a woman is insecure, no matter how she looks to other people, if she's insecure herself and she sees that you have a pretty wife or a bad wife or a gorgeous wife, she'll try to sleep with you just to validate, how. well, if if his wife looks like that and he's fucking me, then I must look like that too, Mm -hmm. to validate her self-esteem. So you... And then when, when I unpack that and I look myself in the mirror like, yeah, you not all that, buddy. <laughs> disgusting. You're right. As my daughter would say, disgusting. That's when you start to realize like, oh, and then it, it makes the self-control easier. Now, the time away, yes, it, it's hard. But I've done, I've done deployments where I, I, didn't, I was faithful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's, it's, a, it's a choice. Either going cross this line or not cross this line. And it helps when you have friends, uh support system who don't put you in position. Because, uh, like, you can have a faithful uh, woman or a faithful guy. But if your faithful woman is hanging around women who don't give a fuck mm-hmm. and don't respect their friend's marriage, so now after the, the club in Bahrain, they going back to his hotel, because she's messing with this guy, and then he's got four friends, and she got four friends, and you know what I'm saying? So now the numbers match up. But your homegirl's supposed to say, Hey, take your ass home, take your ass back to your room. Yeah, this
0: ain't like, the after party like, for yeah, you.
1: Like, this ain't for you. Like, we, and I have friends, my brother, who was like, Hey, bro, I want, I'm not, he was like, Yo, I respect what you got going on. He said, I love. Your wife, like my sister, and they tight to this day still, my ex-wife and my best friend. And He said, but I'm going to tell you something. All that faithful shit you got going on, that's cool. I'm with it. I support you. But me and you will not be Liberty Buddies. You keep your righteous ass away from me. <laughs> it's funny. We laughed because he was single. So he, yeah. kept, he was like, yo, I'm trying to buy pussy. I'm trying to do all He <laughs> kept it. And that's what he did. Right. And we never signed on on Liberty. And I, at the time, I, my feelings was kind of hurt. Like, yo, you my bro. You don't want to kick it with me. But he he was big brother in me at the time. Like, look, what I got going on is not parallel to what you got going on. And I don't want you in a situation to where you got to compromise your morals. And I don't want to be in a situation where I got to be fake now because I'm watching you cheat on your wife. And me and your wife is tight. So now when I come in your living room, I got to sit here and act like, like, nah, you if you do that, you do that over there. But it ain't going to be because of me. You know what I'm saying? yeah, And that's part of the reason why, actually that's a huge reason why him and my wife are tight. Plot twist, they cheated on me for, with each other. No, I'm playing. Man. Uh, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. No. Nah. I was like, oh, i never joking. heard
5: that
0: before. Yeah, I'm I'm a a joke. <laughs> that joke. Just for the
5: listeners.
0: Go Tanya. I, no, I, wanna no,
5: say I agree. I, th- I wouldn't say that the military, it, I don't blame the military, but I they play a part just like in you know civilian life or whatever. Something outside other sources play a part, but Self accountability. Like ultimately it's your decisions. You're a grown ass. At nineteen, you're not. You know what I'm saying? That's why with my first two marriages, because we were so young, I was kinda like, uh, but my third marriages my third marriage marriages. There's no polygamy here. It no excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like at that point. Um, but self accountability. Uh I don't blame the military, but they did play a part, but it's not the it's not the military's fault because shit, they pay us. You know what I'm saying? So
0: You were gonna say something there, Kelvin?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me say uh cuz again I think I think Nick is making great points. I um, mean I know Josh uh, a big part of this podcast for you is 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 mentorship, right? So uh to everybody's point, I think it is harder, right? It is harder um, we are in a in a career field where that's not normal. Um but it is possible to be faithful in the navy. Um, it is possible to to keep a strong marriage. It just takes some different things. It takes communication. It takes it and and to Nick's point, um, that Liberty Buddy that you know has the same mindset as you, right? The Liberty Buddy that maybe isn't going to turn up and look for girls and whatever, um, especially if you are trying to you know, do the right thing in terms of your marriage, because again, we all get lonely, we all have urges, but if you're with those people that, hey, I wanna go on Liberty and, and sightsee and whatever else, then, and, and, you know, they're kind of on that same wavelength uh, of trying to do the right thing in terms of their marriage. That will help steer you away from those situations where people are turned up and that's what they're looking for and and maybe put you in a position. And again, I think at the end of the day, we've all said at the end of the day, you you own your your decisions, um, you own your actions. But if you can keep yourself out of a situation where you may make the wrong decision, that can only help.
0: That's a great point. Very right? good
1: point, Kelvin.
0: You know, how, Kelvin, this is more for you, right? Because, like I said, we've known each other a long time now. Um, not into a, a, a the deepest level of knowing everything that's going on with our families at every moment. But uh, I always looked at you. I always saw you married. I always saw, you know, what's posted on social media, right? Mm-hmm. And looked at, I was like, you know, he must, I'm sure there's problems behind the closed doors. And But then, you know, when we were talking and we're catching up, and then you kind of just dropped it out there that you're divorced. <laughs> you got a girlfriend or whatever. Right? And I, it, it perked my ears up because I was like, holy shit, what? Like, yeah. divorce now? So, and even Nick for yourself, right? You, you're married a long time. Right? You, you, like, almost made it to the retirement. What? do you guys think kept you in it that long? Right. Besides the lies. Right.
1: Kept us in the marriage,
0: in the marriage. Right. And then what do you think you weren't able to do to get past that final hurdle? Like to get out of this, right. To get out of this military shit. So you could be like, take, you know, the temptation away or take the distance away and take all these factors that we just talked about to remove those, so you'd be like, all right, I don't have that anymore. I'm just right. I'm I'm done fucking up. Go ahead, Kelvin.
2: I, I think the hardest part, um, anytime there's any infidelity is is getting over that, right? Getting back trust. And again, due to the nature of what we do, um it it is really hard to be in the navy in a relationship where trust doesn't exist. So the first the first time she it's it's, it's like they say when you crack that egg, you're never gonna put that egg fully back together, right? So anytime there's infidelity in a relationship in the Navy, you're, there's, that trust is never gonna fully be, be put back together. Um, and, and that's really, for me, what it was, right? It was just a the the, uh, the, the inability to, to retrust again that just eroded uh, our ability to stay together, to communicate, to not automatically assume the worst Um, From even the most minor situations That just kind of led to to the demise
1: Nick What kept me in the (laughs) marriage I did I I do love my ex-wife Like I still love her But like what kept me in it was uh, A few things Uh, I, I loved her I was comfortable and listening to other people. Oh, you guys, y'all got to work it out. Like so many people just see the outside. They just see your garden. You know, the garden is always one of the nicest things in the house because that's what you see. They don't see the garage. They don't see the attic. They don't see the basement. So the messy spaces. They don't understand what goes on in that house. So you can be easily influenced. Oh, you guys are great together. And you start hearing that from other people and people that love you, you start thinking, you start being conditioned to to listen to them and, and believe them, but that's not even, that's just a, a drop in the pond. Like, they don't know. So you have to really assess the situation for yourself. Do I love this person? Do I respect this person? And then the, your second question was, um, how do you remove the temptation?
0: Yeah. Uh, or or yeah. it wasn't how do you remove the temptation? It's just like <laughs> what prevented you from getting over the last hurdle that that is the military that provides, you know, the distance, separation, the temptation, everything like that to what prevented you from, you know, getting over that last hurdle to getting to essentially retirement where I guess in this fantasy world in my head, you would be good.
1: For my situation, because I think everybody's is different, but for mine it wasn't about infidelity it was about me not building the person back up that i that i broke down so i hurt this person plenty of times right mm-hmm. i i thought me not cheating was just good enough i thought like that was that was fine like well, i ain't cheating you should be happy i'm here but no i hurt her so like you got to She's struggling with all kind of emotions now. Like, am I not pretty enough? Does he think they are? Women already think like if they feel like a, a gain a pound, they feel like they gain. they feel like they're the fattest person in the world. So being mature enough and understanding that now, like, nah, man, you gotta, you gotta build that woman back up. Yeah. The trust is there. Cause she sees you. You're accountable for now all your hours. You're getting the kids after school. You're taking them to basketball. Like you have no time to cheat. Like, you come coming, having lunch with them. You're doing all of this. So that part is, that's that block is checked. But what about the the part, that like the self-esteem? What about the, like that was your friend at one time. So like, why aren't you, you're not dating her anymore. You're not. So now when she has those mental lapses, it's going back to you cheating and how you made them feel because you're not doing anything to build that person back up that you hurt. So I thought for my situation, I thought me just not cheating was enough, and it was—it was that shit is so arrogant and 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 narcissistic, like it's it's rude as fuck, like honestly. And I, I I feel bad when I think about. I remember, um, uh, it was one night in the middle of the night. She woke up and she was like crying, and uh, I'm like, what's up? I wasn't cheating. I wasn't messing with nobody. My phone like, was good. i right here in bed with you. What? Yeah, like my phone was clear. I know you didn't go through that phone because you didn't find a damn thing because I ain't doing nothing. And she wanted to talk. She wanted reassurance, right? My dumb ass said, I said, yo, you think I'm supposed to fucking hold your hand through this shit? Like, I, I ain't cheating. And that was it. And I rolled over and went to sleep. Like, like one, I, I part of me, I do not like to talk in the middle of the, We got 24 hours to fucking talk. Don't do that. Like, we were just sitting at the t- You could have talked to me then. Yes, still an asshole. But I'm just saying, come on, man. Like, don't. I got duty tomorrow. Like, come on. I got to get up. But that was some asshole shit to say yeah. to somebody that I hurt. And then when they hit you with the divorce papers and they move on, you crying and all kind of shit. Like, oh, wait a minute. Uh," Like, nah. You had your opportunity when she was crying, when she was hurt, when she was sitting around you and she didn't say nothing. That was your time to reassure her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever activity you had, you had plenty of time to bring your woman in and bring her along and say, hey, babe, I got you. I fucked up. I'm sorry. But we only do that when we see another man got her, or she she ain't thinking about your ass now. So now it's now you want to sing and dance and cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, man, it's, it's shipped and sailed,
0: buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you miss that ships moving? Yeah, uh, Tanya, for for you, you know, you mentioned your first two were you were you are very young, younger, very young. Actually, it's been a few years yes. since <laughs> then, right? But um, so for you, like what do you think was your last hurdle that you couldn't get over with in yours
5: um for all of them sure um for me it was the the first one to be honest with you the only hurdle was i got to go to court and get these papers you know what i mean that was it like the feeling was out it had nothing to do with that like we both knew that it was over but it's funny that Nick said that because as soon as I hit him with those papers and he found out that I cuz he had moved on already and he found out that I had moved on like I got to he he almost, he tried to kill me, you know? And um like he literally tried to choke me out. He was upset like I had to call the cops and he was he went crazy. He's like go um you're going to get those papers, you're going to put like he already signed the papers and everything. We we're just waiting for them to come in. So it was me, I was a single mom of three. It was me going to get, you know, the paperwork and paying for it myself. That was it. But as soon as I did it, like, it was done. That was the first one. The second one, um, the biggest hurdle uh, was him. He didn't want it, you know. So it was, he. I was over it, and he wasn't. Um, and then the third one was... I don't really want to talk about the third one. Yeah,
0: you, you don't have to.
5: Yeah, because I, 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 yeah. I
0: yeah, just, that's I, fine. Yeah. Like that, I said, here you know you share what you want to share, and and, and that's it, right? So, what for you, Nick? Kel, Kelvin had to dip out. He's like on duty status still, so he he, he had a Can go. I say
5: something? I think I was gonna add that for other. I think the biggest thing is the kids and family. Yeah, that I think that from other divorces that I know, that's the number one thing is, damn, what are my kids? Are you know. And and did I did I try enough? Like, did we do everything to keep it together? Like, that's the biggest hurdle. And one thing that I hate is worrying about what other people think. You know what I'm saying? People worry about what are they going to say and how are they going to feel. Like he said, you got people telling you, oh, no, you don't, because a, they care about you, they love you, they're in a good space, and they want to see you because they only see that image. They don't see what happens behind closed doors it's because you like to keep your shit private. But I don't. I want, if I tell you this is what I'm doing, just support me and say, okay, I got you. Don't try to convince me otherwise, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm grown. Nobody wants to hear that. Like, just kind of like be my therapist, mm-hmm. you know, like listen to me. And then let's go, cool. hey, I'm here for you if you need me. Don't try to sway me, you know, either way. And I, that was one of the things that one of my cousins that I love because I talk to her all the time. Um, she did that with me, you know, with my marriage. And, would, and I finally told her like, yo, I hate when you fucking do that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I just need you to fucking listen to me. Like, this is what I'm doing because this is how I feel she was just like, oh, shit.
0: Comitate. Yeah, she was commentate. like,
5: I'm sorry. You know, she's like, all you had to do was tell me that. You know, I was like, okay, maybe I got to put on a fucking advisory before I talk to people. But that's why I don't talk to people about, you know, yeah. what's going on because I'm, I'm afraid what they're going to say and I'm going to be like, damn, you're right. No, wait a minute, you're wrong. You know, it's like, <coughs> no, think about what you want. But anyways, I think the kids, family, if you have kids, that's a big
0: it plays a big part. Maybe Anthony. No. no. So the kids play a big part. Have you guys obviously a lot like the circles you run in are a lot of military, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it, interesting you, you brought up your cousin. Cousin you said, right?
5: Yeah.
0: Is she divorced at all?
5: No. She's a, she's prior military too, prior SK. A oh, K.
0: Oh whack. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking nerds. Um so it, it, it's because we run in these military circles we often know a lot of military that are divorced. Have you guys ever known any like civilians that are divorced? You have Nick. Yes. What, have you ever talked to them about it or did you talk to them about it while you're going through it and like ask them anything or, or like, did you talk to any of them about anything?
1: Yes. Like what? What was their procedure? Yeah. And, 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 And how, how different like, the military will, will. I will say this: as fast as the military will help you get married, it will help your ass get divorced too. Help your ass pay that money yeah, too. Yeah, it, it will. It will help you pay pay that money as far as like I don't know what you're talking about tapping the pockets. And stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I talked to uh, I got civilian friends that I, I know that got divorced. Yeah. Um, their process was like it just seemed like longer and and drawn out and. Uh, but I will say this, it was less messy because they don't have the, you know, they got civilian jobs. So nobody your boss doesn't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your boss isn't in the sailorization and the deck (laughs) play and all of that. Your boss is only checking two things. Did you show up at work on time and did you take did you clock out on time for your break? Because I can't have the union on my ass about you. That's it. The military, your command knows. Oh, uh, such and such seamen or or third class or second class, they're going through a divorce. Chief, make sure you, you know, you gotta kinda be in their business. But uh, the, the paths were different. Um, I just think that the military, whether it's dual military or one person in the military, I just, in my opinion, I just think that divorce is nastier and messier. Because now you can use, people have uh, tools that they can use to get to you. Yeah, she, He or she can call your chain of command mm-hmm. and say, uh, you're not helping out with this. Uh, they can call. Uh, they can get on social media and 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 say all of these nasty things in a in a chief's page or I don't know if the 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 warrant officer. I don't know if they got their own thing or you know they. Yeah, can, everyone got a group. They, yeah, they can get on any of these groups that's military and 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 air your dirty laundry out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all it takes is somebody to, you know, your mess travels. That person that was just ear hustling in the office, they travel and they go to Japan and then somebody in Japan that they stationed with knows of you. And now they are, oh, yeah, you know, they could be messy that way and say, oh, yeah, did you know this or did you know she did this or did you know he did this? And so when people say, oh, you you at work talking about me or, or you got me out here looking stupid, I kind of get what they saying. But at the end of the day, you got to not give a fuck.
3: Like, what people think about you. That's what I don't understand is why the military gets so involved in, like, personal life. Like, I I understand you're supposed to look out for your sailors and stuff like that. But, like, what is it my business of what you do in your personal life? Because that's what you chose to do on your off time. It ain't none of my business. Like, what you have going on has nothing to do with what you do. Like, if you're a great sailor at work, but you do stuff at home, like... How does that how why would that affect like you being promoted? Because we all know that when a wife finds out about something, we all know someone that's called a command and said Mm -hmm. so and so is messing with so and so. What are you going to do about it as the uh, senior enlisted leader?
0: cnc,
4: Yeah.
3: And then it's just like. What are you talking about? He's got like an EP. I don't know what to do. I guess we're just going to have to never. And they don't promote because of it. And you're just like, damn, he was such a good dude too. Or a good, a uh, good female. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, I mean, like, I get it. That's what they did on their personal time. How should that, that's what I don't understand about the military. I, I don't understand. it. Either. Like, Maybe. I feel like the military gets too involved in personal life. Yeah. I get yeah. the, it's,
5: they want your moral compass, you know what I mean? And they want, but you, because of what he did in his marriage, I don't judge him. He's my friend regardless. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't judge people off their past or what they're doing. Now I'll tell him if he, from a woman that was me, I would tell him like I have played that role many a times and I'll do that. But yeah, as far as the military, that's why they got a fraternization. Like if you get caught cheating, like, you're fucking done, you know? Yeah. Um, I had a friend that that happened to. He picked up warrant. It was fucked up, and he was fucking around. He was a chief, picked up warrant, fucking around with another chief. Command found out, and then they pulled his commissioning. Yeah, Great fucking guy, you know what I'm saying? And guess what? Him and his wife are still together, you know? On the day he was getting
1: commissioned. On then. the
5: day he was getting commissioned.
1: They pulled his commission? Yes,
5: on the day.
0: Because someone dimed him out.
5: Yeah, and they didn't tell him. They already knew, and they didn't tell him until the day after he... Had his family thrown out there and all this stuff. And I was like, now how fucked up was that from the skipper to do that? You already knew yeah. that you were going to pull it. So that part was fucked up. The only time that I do like that the military gets involved is when you ain't paying your child support. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. When you ain't taking care of your responsibilities, then I need that help. You know what I'm saying? That... You get from the court, but with yeah. the military, it's a little bit different. But
1: domestic violence as well. They, oh they, yeah. They, they yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, FAP cases and stuff. Family advocacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I, I I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, but Nikki, the the hypocrisy with that with what you said is like okay, give you an example. We're gonna names out of it and ranks. No, nah, not so much ranks. They're a mass chief. Mm-hmm. No, so listen. <laughs> We'll get in a sailor's business about, like you said, being intrusive about their marriage and da 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 da, right? The same leader that's in this sailor's business telling this sailor what to do hasn't seen his, uh, doesn't take care of his child or children, hasn't seen or spoken to their children. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, ha. I can't, b- because they're a, of a certain status and rank, it's kind of like we got to turn a blind eye to that. And I don't, I can't do it. I can't fake the funk with you on that level. Like, mm-hmm. if I know you're a horrible dad, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to call you out on it every chance I get, especially when you get up here preaching a pre- good fight and, you know, say it like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Not from you because you don't even, you don't even, it's fake. Because yep. you, don't even, face. you don't even you don't even you don't even take care of something you created, yeah. But you you, you care about this sailor and and leading them and 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 nah, no, I ain't trying to hear that shit, man. I ain't trying to hear that at all. Not from you. You can sit down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll listen to him yeah. or her, but I won't listen to you. Yeah, I don't well, care what your rank is.
5: Like at that at that point, like if you you let's say you are a CMC and you're the one that ain't paying taking care of yours, and you got a sailor that comes to you and asks you like. Hey man, I got my baby daddy. He's not paying. How can? What is he gonna say? Well, give the guy a break. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, how are you gonna help? this like, whoa, give so. the guy a break. Give the guy a break. Like.
0: Um, no, those are those are great points, right? And I, I've spoken about this about other subjects, you know, involving chiefs mess, right? And it's officer. It don't matter where, right? But like, kind of like, what's your lane? You know, what's your swim lane and swimming in it? And if you're not doing something or living up to that standard, you you should probably You gotta take a break. Oh, she she don't <laughs> like the headphones. People don't mind her. She got pretty hair, um, <laughs> right. Like, stay in your lane, right? Like, like I tell people during the season, you've heard it before. I don't talk about humility. <laughs> I don't swim in that lane, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not. I'm not going to be up there. You got you know, nope. You got it. Fucking whip it out, swing it around, like whatever, That's right? True.
3: You know, like, like that, but like you can't tell me that everyone, every single person in the military is perfect like no one is perfect I sit here I listen to you guys tell your story and I do not judge like at all because everyone has to go through certain things to figure out what they actually like want in life and what they want in like their next significant other because sometimes people like just pick their you know their significant other in that moment because you think that's right because that's what you think is the next best thing and then you find out it really isn't right. there's really nothing wrong with that it's just I mean like how could you judge people off that and then try to give advice when you should look in the mirror which I feel like a lot of people in the military don't do is look at themselves first before giving advice yeah. or just stay out of at just all you have to do is like you good yeah do you need anything like
0: do you need a resource? Right. Do you Can need I point you in a because, direction?
3: Because I'm not perfect. Like, yeah. I can't sit here and advise you what you should do, but I'll push you to go somewhere. The
1: only thing I'll advise on is when it comes to like my junior sailors or married sailors. The only thing I'm gonna advise on, women and both male and female, is infidelity and how you moving or how you portraying yourself. I'm gonna give the females a reality check. Hey, why you why you keep, you know what I'm saying, over here? Or why are you putting yourself in this position? You know, or I I come around and I'll ask a question about, you know, if I know their husband. Hey, how's such and such doing in front of everybody? So now you gotta, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm gonna pull you to the side. Hey, look, this ain't a good look for you. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is why. Because they don't think that. They're sharks they circling until they see blood. Males, I'm on I'm on them too. Hey, how you you know, you can go down that road, you can do that, but this is what's going to come with it. Are you prepared for that? Um are you prepared to possibly like I the one thing I asked uh when I was on the ship, I used to ask uh junior sailors like if I pulled them to the side, especially the male ones, um how you moving is gonna lead you to a divorce. Now, you wanna look cool in front of everybody and, and everything like that? That's cool. But you got a child in five years. Do you wanna you wanna you wanna see somebody else helping raise your child? Like is that something you wanna do? Cause that's what's gonna happen. Now, I also give them the real, hey man, you know your wife pretty, so and she outranks you. So <laughs> you, you know how that go. So <coughs> need to you need to relax I tell him like hey I just had this conversation a, 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 a couple of weeks ago with one of my young boys I was like yo, man um I was like your wife's a first class you got busted down how you're moving career-wise and, and outside
0: damn he got busted down
1: yeah he got busted down to third class he was the second They was both yeah, second. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah and I was like how you moving is not the direction she's moving she's on the she on some that's how like you know what I'm saying, this, right. this, and this. You you on bullshit. Like, she guarantee right, she gonna leave your ass at some point. You're immature, like, and it wasn't even about cheating or nothing like that. It was just about his immature mindset. And how do I know? Because I was immature once. I still am. I still am young and immature. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh he uh you know, that's that's when I get it. that's my swim lane, like as far as that. Now I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you I'm the best LSC like
5: that's yeah well the the best one is right here I don't know yeah
1: thank you Tanya got you. y'all
5: know yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't solicit people you know what I'm saying for, yeah. but um I think people come to me because they're like okay well shit she's been through this three times she's got six kids so she gotta know something I'm like I can just tell you what my experience is but I'm not the one like I'm damaged scorned just like anybody else but I'm just trying to get through you know what I mean? Like my focus is this and my kids and But even I had one of my My and three. She was asking me, um, she got married young. You know, she's married to her wife. She got married real young and she's going through something and because she knows that I recently went through a divorce, she was asked she was telling me like, Chief, I think you know, she's not happy right now at the moment. They're in two different places and she was thinking about getting divorced and I was like, duh, duh, duh. We're not gonna do that. You know, I was like, You make sure that this is exactly what you want. Like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, do it or do what you want in that aspect. Because, you know, she, I was a young sailor getting married, too. Um, and you, you're you like, damn, maybe I was younger. I'm not about to be the one to tell her, like, yeah, I think you should get a divorce. Because when I was young, I was stupid and I didn't know. No, I was like, no, make sure that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you want. And I was like, but I can, you know, t- we got these family counselors and everything that they can help you and go with her. Because that's one thing. I learned from my mistakes. I learned what I was doing wrong, and as far as me in my first marriage, I fixed that. I learned what I was doing wrong in my second marriage. I fixed that. Learned what I was doing wrong in my third marriage, and I fixed that. You know, or or tried. You know, I'm just I'm not getting married no more. But I'm just saying, like in each one for me, it got better. And so I so now you ready better. spouse three four times. No.
0: You're not going for four. No, no. Oh, okay. Um, go for it, Kobe. No, nah. <laughs> like
5: get, them get five the five rings. rings. <laughs> get- um, so I try to, you know, give them my advice from my perspective, what I learned from it. Like, okay, these are the mistakes that I made and th- and this is how I grew, but I'm not going to, but your situation is different. You know what I'm saying? Your marriage is different. Y'all's marriage is different. The way you guys, everything, the way you met, who you're around, like everything that plays a part. So I'll never, I'm all for marriage and love. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not, I am. Um, but I don't think that. That that, that decision has to come from you. You know, I don't, nobody should have to, and that's the problem with us. I think, especially females or as humans, I need you to tell me what I need to do. You know, like just like kids, like tell me what to do. Because that's easier if you tell me what to do and I do it than me having to figure it out. Like, I don't want to do that. It's too hard.
0: I be trying to tell Nikki what to do. She don't listen for (laughs) shit, shit, (laughs) y'all. I be trying. I be trying. I be like, honey. And she'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" And I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Hey, we got a couple people in the chat. Um, going back a little bit, a couple people in here. Uh, Nikki got a shout out from a Jasmine saying, "You're speaking facts." As like a little while ago. Yes, thank you. Um, Chad in the chat. What's Make up, sure. Chad in the chat? He uh, shout out Nick. Preach on, Nick.
5: Is that the chatster? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a Yeah. <chadster. laughs> Uh, yes. Speak truth. Oh, I think which one was that? I think that was just right now. Yeah. Speak truth and experience. Not what you think things should be or should have been. Yes. Very true. Very true. And we got Kelvin back. Kelvin. I know you're just jumping in again. Um, he had to take eight yeah. Block yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. Eight o'clock report.
2: Nah. Did you, you see? I had to throw on the on the Superman suit, jumping the moon. So real quick, though, real quick, because I think uh, a lot of people have, have talked about their experiences. But uh, you know, obviously, Josh, you guys are are, are running a successful marriage, uh, dual meal. What do what do you guys think are some of your keys to success?
0: Well, Nikki's no longer mill. She got out. Uh, what twenty seventeen? Right, honey. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen.
5: But she still gets makes more than. Her.
0: Is she still the breadwinner? <laughs> still gets saluted. <laughs> still gets saluted because her whack ass. That's fine. I'm I'm all for it. Um, I don't know. Go ahead, honey. What makes me successful?
3: Honestly, like, our <laughs> marriage is still ticking, so I can't really say it's successful. I don't believe in divorce. Stop. I don't believe in divorce. Like. We're going to work through our shit, you know, unless you hit me or something. If you hit me.
0: I'm probably going to be. Come look for me in the desert. <laughs> She's going to fuck you. Because gonna, I'm going to be dead as fuck. She'd be. Name every name time we take a road name trip name through the name desert, name. she'd be like, oh, that's where the dead bodies are. So come look for me, please.
3: So I can't really deem our marriage as successful because we haven't. I fully believe that we still have so many more roadblocks to hit because you're. We're entering like a different dynamic of children and then him going off on the ship. So that's going to be a new chapter that we're facing and then he's going to retire and then that's going to be a new chapter that we're going to face. So I feel like I really don't have advice other than try not to get married so young. Like I feel like you really have to find yourself and you're never going to find yourself completely because you're always growing. But you have to do everything you want to do personally before you enter a commitment with someone. Because otherwise, you're going to keep thinking, like, what if? What if I had done this first? Now I have all this resentment because now I have to sacrifice for this other person. Especially if you meet someone in the military. Only because you're, you're going to have to sacrifice. So... I think, like, you know, having having becoming a nurse, I mean, having fulfilling being a nurse helped because I don't have any regrets on, like, anything career-wise, so I don't feel like I missed out on anything, especially getting out of the military, so I don't have any resentment because I feel like if I did have resentment. I don't think we would have made it and I would have blamed Juicy. That's why I didn't make Lieutenant Ooh. Commander. You I know I any mean? question for you guys. <laughs> Do you think that
5: um what was your ultimate decision for you getting out? Um did it have did you guys did your, you guys being married play a part in it? Um and then if you did stay in or while you were in, what was your dynamic then? And is it different now? And if you had stayed in, do you think that you know? what I'm saying that would like have changed. That we'd still
0: be together. Yeah, you can say it. Do
5: you think it would have brought you closer or further apart?
0: Um, I got this, honey. <laughs> I ain't gonna say what I really <laughs> want. They, you know, Nick. No, put <laughs> it up. No, I think. Um, so so everyone knows we've shared this story a lot. Like, she got out because we didn't want to do the mill to mill thing, right? Um, I got fucked into a third sea tour mm-hmm. by the detailer when I should have been rolling to shore. Uh, he would not detail me to shore because she was at shore at a hospital. Huh? His name, his name was, uh, Nareen Kalishawar. That's what his fucking name was. Motherfucker. Okay. I hope he retired because I do not want to run into him in the mess because I'll bring that shit up. I don't care. All right. I'll name drop a motherfucker on here. Anyways. So that was the ultimate decision. It was her decision. I, I had no input really in it. Right, the decision was like, Hey, well, I'm going back to see this is what I've, we've been chaffed into. This is probably gonna happen again, right, time and time again. Um, so, like, what does she wanna do? Because as, no, as
3: this motherfucker said that you both cannot be sh- see and you both cannot be sure, right? You cannot deploy. The reason why is because we cannot have you guys deploy, right?
0: Everyone time. knows how mill to mill works and everything like that, but. What he failed to understand was she was in the nurse corps and the nurse corps is deployable at any time. Mm -hmm. Right? So it it wasn't a... She's not on rotation. It's like, hey, you, you're going on PP whatever. You're going on the Mercy. Hey, you, you're going to Afghanistan. Hey, you, you're going to a trauma center here. Hey, you, you know, if she was still active duty, hey, you're going to activate it and you're going to fucking Texas during COVID-20. Right? Like, whatever it is. Right? Nurses were getting sent everywhere. Well, we were
3: actually detailing at the same time.
0: Yes. What I'm saying is just like She's a nurse. She could deploy at any time. If you're always going to have me on sea duty, how is that going to work at all? I don't think that would have broke our marriage. Right. I think it would have prevented us from having kids. Right. Because as it was like, we weren't having trouble, but it took us, I think longer than what we had planned. Right. Um, But I don't think that would have broke our marriage. I think it would just been, I think we would have been kind of settled into this. Like, I guess we're just both professionals and we're going to just grind until the wheels fall off. And, you know, I'm going to fucking make whatever I make. And when my when I hit 20, though, I'm still done. And then after that, you still got 10 years. And that was kind of the plan, right? You still got 10 years. So until you hit your 20, I'll just follow you for the next 10. Right. And it was just going to kind of be like that. But I would say I, I think it would have affected more our children. And when those children would have came along, if they would have came along. Because when you're living that middle-to-mill and stuff, I think, and you're considering that, it's like, well, when do I take the break, right, or the quote-unquote break to have kids? Because I knew she was on her shit going after it, right, taking college classes, looking at, you know, master's degrees, looking at 04, and all this, right? And I'm never, I always told her, like, I'm never going to do anything to tell you, like, no, you can't do that. No, you need to stunt that career or anything like that, right? So I think it would have been more effective on the children we didn't have at the time. I think
3: it would have been hard for us
0: to stay together
3: personally because
0: oh my gosh she was going to leave me no. guys
3: i'm <laughs> <laughs> not saying that, saying that yeah, they were not co-locating us even so even my detailer was trying to talk to his detailer well it
0: wasn't like, so much co-location it, they were going to co they were going to co-locate us but they're going to put me on sea no, duty all the what time i'm
3: saying is if we were going to keep having this problem every time we detailed every 2 to 3 years about co-locating like that's that's too hard. Well, the
0: ki- the kicker after that, too, was like the next month after we detailed or I detailed, they changed the whole meal to meal program where you no longer had to put the 1306 in to be like, hey, I'm meal to mill. Can you please keep me with my spouse? And it just became the automatic thing where it's like, oh, hey, no fucking shit. We should probably keep families together. Yeah. Right. Like the yeah. month after. OK, so whatever. We're together. Yeah. So I, I like I said, I think it would have been more impactful in family, like growing a family, then me and her sticking together.
1: Have been pissed. I was.
0: Noreen Kalishwar
1: A month <laughs> no, a month
0: after they changed it where you didn't have to submit. Remember back in the day you had to submit a thirteen oh six to say, I would like to every be, time you detail. Yeah. yeah, I would like to mill to mill detail.
1: Can I can I say something? Go ahead. It just popped in my head. All right, so like in the military we when we when we find somebody, it's usually like off of lust, at, I'm gonna say majority of the time, it started off like oh we was just doing this right. Found love in a hopeless place, and then, <laughs> and then uh, you know you get married, so that friendship I've seen people and I've been a part of this too. Hold their friends. And their friendships with their just legit friends to a higher standard than they hold their mm-hmm. marriage to. So, like, yeah. you'll cheat on your wife or your husband, but you won't tell your best friends dirty laundry. That secret's safe with because with y'all, y'all are friends. <laughs> Ass backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Both are, I mean, you're right by, not, by holding your friend's trust, but why not hold that same level of, of respect and, and, and friendship with your spouse? and the part where a lot of people go wrong is I don't think they have a friend first. Yeah. Mm. Because when you got a homie lover friend, Lovers and friends. you're not, you're not looking at it. Like you're not in, you, you, you're just not in this role of husband and wife 24 seven. Like at some point you need a break from that and y'all need to be friends. At some point you need a break from that. And y'all just gotta be homies. Like laughing, joking, being silly like you know what i'm saying like you got to wear different hats yeah in in the marriage but when you just the only the only hat you know is like oh husband and wife and when that's not going good you don't even you don't even know her f- fucking right. favorite color yeah or or what makes her tick or purple you, you know what i'm saying five <laughs> so so i can you gotta,
2: i jump in
1: first and, and, and that's just in the military without go
2: ahead kelvin yeah so uh I think uh, and this this is again to Nick's point. I think uh, a lot of times we we s- expect to be loved, right? So we expect our spouse to be there, right? So I can I can, no matter what, we just expect, oh, they love me, so they're gonna be there no matter what, right? So I with friends um, or at work, I'm probably the calmest, most fun loving guy, and then sometimes those frustrations come out at home. With the people that that, that uh, I anticipate or expect to love me because, again, I believe that judgment level is different, right? You, my sailor, my superior, has a choice whether or not they really rock with me or not the person I'm married to hopefully, and I'm not saying they don't have a choice. Obviously they do, but you know, mentally, the way you kind of internalize that is this person is gonna love me whatever. So maybe I'm frustrated throughout the day, but I'm not expressing that with the people that that have actually caused those frustrations, but I'm taking those frustrations home. Mm-hmm. And again, this isn't a hey domestic violence thing, but now I'm snapping at stuff at home because I was mad about something at work. Um, and so a lot of that to me is just the anticipation or the 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 expectation that hey you're gonna love me anyway. Even if I'm a dick, even if I flip, um you're gonna love me. But those people at work, those people that I deal with that I see that do frustrate me, that again kind of to Nick's point, really shouldn't shouldn't matter as much. Really should be the people that I'm taking my frustration out on, really should be the people that I I care less about, how they feel about me those are the people that you you give extra kindness to and then you and you're not doing that at home.
5: Yeah. I agree. I was going to tell you, what he said about you, you get comfortable. That's one of the things that my exes said was that um they thought I was always going to be there. You know what I mean? Like no matter what they did, they yep. changed and they got worse, they thought I was always going to be there. And guess what? I was always there. You know, and um but what he said about um one of the reasons why I said it, because you get comfortable. Like, yeah, you do. And we'll be uncomfortable. Or most of the times, like, we'll make ourselves uncomfortable so that you can be comfortable as far as women. You you get so caught up in the marriage or the love or this, and that's wrong. Like, I was so, um, it was more important to make him happy and please him than it was myself. So even if I wasn't happy and things, you know, just as, the, and then, like you said, bringing shit home and If he would come home from work and he was having a... I was just like, oh, my God. Like, walking on eggshells. Like, how can I, you know, make it... Like, he's already doing... Dealing with so much as if I wasn't. So, let me make things better at home. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't fair to me. Even if it was... And and vice versa, if the roles were reversed, you know? Like, I I shouldn't be your punching bag, you know?
1: I never um, brought problems home. Like, Mm. once I left that... Once I left work, like, I never came home snappy... I don't care if I had two duty, two, du- two double watches. I never, like, man, it was like, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, but
3: sometimes you don't know you're doing it, though. True? Yeah.
1: But true. Well, she she did, she actually commented. She was like, you never brought your work problems home. Like, you never, you know what I'm saying? And I went through some shit like, in my career. So, like, I I, <laughs> I never brought that home.
5: And bedroom. I will say men are prideful. Like, you guys are have so much on your shoulders. Like, you don't realize how much power you have in a marriage, in a household. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, yes, we're supposed to play superwoman, but you guys have to keep it all together. Like, ultimately, we're following you. Like, that's why I see it. in men, and I will say, especially black men, have a hard time admitting that they're weak or that they need help or that they need therapy, you know what I'm saying, Um, until it gets to a point that you guys break or until you lose something. But... Just like we have as you know, moms, and we do have a lot on our shoulders. Y'all do too, like men do. And it's okay for us to cry because we're women. But it's not okay for you guys to cry because you're men. You're supposed to be there. Uh, I, I, I,
0: I cry, cry all the time. I
5: cry. <laughs> I cry. They, and yeah. I no, like that, appreciate that. I cry all the <laughs> time. That's right. This is kind of different. <laughs> I
1: cried right in front of her. So, and I don't so to her this no point, though, but... I, I didn't lose no inches. By crying Boy
0: Let them know (laughs) Okay then Okay Okay
1: I can't afford to lose none
0: Um, But I mean I cry Right like I I, I, Babe Like Nikki would say like mean, I don't cry like uh, I I get emotional over the kids And like the beautiful moments That uh, And we've gone about this And this Kind of Staying Getting off track maybe But like The beautiful moments That I didn't experience As a kid And then I I Watch them And I watch the work That she puts into it to make it, because she knows me. That's when I get emotional and shit. Where I'm like, like, oh my god, like this is like mind blowing to me that I can have this.
5: Oh my god! Since you're saying that, this is off topic, but I will tell you that I I don't know. I think I've told you before, but I hated Josh when I first met him. I think everybody says that, right? <laughs> and then it's true. they always do. You know, they what I'm did it. And then, but. And then, like, after, I think, you know, during the season, everything, like, started changing. Like, you get, we started to get to know each other, you know. But the turning point for me, when I realized, like, yo, Josh is, like, he's a real person. Like, he's a softie. Was We came over here, and he showed us his charge book. And he, there was your, your, um. The letter from Nikki. The letter. The your letter. And he got up, emotional. Who? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, I had to throw that in there.
0: No, I don't let anyone read it I just show that it's there It's only for me to read Mm -hmm. Like, come on, honey Got
1: you, boo What's up, (laughs) you had something? Uh, um. Josh is, to your point, though Josh, like, there is no in-between with him Mm -hmm. You either love him or you (laughs) hate him And when I first met him He used to He would, like, you know, throw jabs Or, you know, he want to see Like, if male or female He want to see, like, what you made up So he, he, he... if he's got a a shot to, to take at you, he's going to take it. And if you, you know, bitch up and cry, he's going to be like, ah, weak. Or you shoot right back and he's not expecting it. Then he's like, uh mm. like, I remember we were saying, I walked upstairs and um he had said something slick. Oh, they were talking about uh LeBron. It was a basketball
0: conversation. I trolled the fuck out of everyone. Right.
1: And he was trolling. <laughs> and I said to Josh, I was like walking upstairs, and you remember this when um, I said, "Man, how you gonna talk about somebody else's greatness about being the best?" And I was like, "You're not even the best LS here."
4: <laughs> and then like he kind of laughed and he was like,
1: "Wait a minute," because he had to think like the best LS here. And I I looked at him and was just like, huh. and I went and I think I shredded some or threw something away and I walked out. But then like ever since then like people was like people are downstairs were like I don't really that guy with the tattoos and said, I don't, I don't really fuck with that dude. Man, he cool then we just got to know each other and i was like man this dude dope like i yeah. fucks with josh
5: i was like he's not it's what i tell him too he's not everybody's taste you know what i'm saying like i tell people i'm like
0: oh, shit I'm, i only need to be nicky's yeah, that's true what's up boo <laughs> like
5: but yeah like i love him now but i couldn't stand him and i remember it was one point before i made it i actually came to him and i was like i need advice how do i deal with this guy like that's how much he was getting to me I never told you that and he was like no oh, man he just like you know he tried to calm me down cause I was pissed I can't remember what it was but I was so mad about something he had said or something I don't know but I think like him and TJ would like tag team and shit you know what I'm saying
3: sometimes and I was like these two <laughs>
0: I'm i I'm a cool cat so what can you, I say?
3: Right, you really same, are right? if what you say if what you say touches your heart
0: <laughs> oh from Gary yeah yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh um, anyways, yeah. Sorry about yeah, that. No, that's I hey, thanks. I, I'll take that gas. That's good yeah. gas. Appreciate y'all. That's like premium shit, seven dollars a gallon over here in fucking California, you know? Um Diesel over here. Oh no, my God. You, no you got the five point two or whatever that shit is in the charger, okay? Five point seven. Or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, getting back on track a little bit, right? Uh going back to your question, Kelvin, asking about like me and Nikki and how we like kept it how we have kept it together, right? Um I don't know. I I, you know, actually Nikki said something where she said she don't believe in divorce and I don't either. Right? And that's not that again, I don't again, just kinda like how you had your three rules, those three rules isn't an out. And us not believing in divorce isn't an out to be like, Hey, we can fuck up each other as much as we want and you know, we just don't believe in divorce, you know, so you know, let's fucking, you know, rack our heads against the wall, you know. It's not that, it's just, it's more of um, no matter what, like even, not not even the big things, right? Everyone knows big things get taken care of, right? No matter what kind of job you're working in, but the day-to-day, right? That struggle of dealing with each other, with dealing with family, of that day-to-day low-hanging fruit shit, right? That That really starts to weigh down and build up. Like, that isn't going to break us. We will work through all of that, right? We're not going to let that stuff... Uh, you know, oftentimes money is an issue with some people, right? Like, and they start divorcing over money or who controls the money or this or that. And it's just like, I like, you know, we've talked about this before, right? At, at work, right? <laughs> we we'll get into the bank accounts and shit. But like, it's just one of those things where like, we're, we're sitting there and if, if something comes up and it's like, like, it even sounds like we're arguing about money. We're like, what, what are we arguing about? Like, didn't that just happen earlier today or some shit? talking about money yeah and it's not like we got all the money in the world no but it's just like we're not gonna let that little stuff be the things we trip over right, right? we're not we're not gonna um y'all seen the troy the movie troy when um when you got uh achilles fighting uh for the fucking prince it's fucking brad pitt versus eric bannon right and they're fighting and someone else brought this up some somewhere else that's why i'm still i'm kind of stealing it from somewhere but um They're fighting, and Eric Bana, he trips over the rock, right? And he stumbles, and he falls. And Brad Pitt's like, get the fuck up. Paraphrasing here, right? He's like, I'm not going to have a rock steal my glory Mm -hmm. in that battle, right? He's not going to – he's like, get up and fight me. Continue to fight me because I'm not going to kill you while you trip and stumbled over a rock. I look at it as like, I'm not going to let our marriage be defeated by a rock that we stumbled over, right? By this little shit that happens every day. By and like I talked to this about this in the last podcast with Chad, right? Like the the things that I bring home because I'm not as good as you, Nick. Where I, I like I don't I don't really know if I bring the work problems home, but I'm like I I don't wind down, yeah, right?
3: He starts chiefing at home. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs>
0: babe. But like I, I'm I'm just I I'm at a hundred miles an hour, so when I come home, I'm, I'm not I'm not down where I need to be. And um, that's a problem. and something I got to work on. And she's made me well aware of it. And it's something I've talked about on here. But, like, I'm not going to let that stuff, and I hope she never lets that stuff be the stuff that's like, hey, I'm fucking tired of you coming home and chiefing. I don't want to fucking be a chief's wife anymore.
1: You know what I mean? Can, can I say something to that? When you said, "Uh, I, I'm a believer in, like, you are who you are. Yeah. Right? So, naturally, you are on a ten from the time yeah. you wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's probably going to be make sense that you're going to be on a 12 if you get pissed off during the day because you wear your emotions on your sleeves, right? Yeah. And you have no problem letting people know, you got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you're easy to read. you either happy, yep. indifferent, or pissed off. And so I understand that she doesn't want it, but it's more so like it's not changing it because you you can't change your personality, yeah, but you can be aware of where you are and understand like okay i'm in I'm in her element now, like I'm safe, I don't have to be you know whatever, so just be a, like don't change like don't change because that's who you are you, it's impossible to change it yeah. you're just gonna get frustrated, just be aware of where you are
5: um I was gonna say that um you know, in the past statistically. The, the a lot of divorces happen because of the the number one thing they fought about was finances and children, right? And I don't think that in the military like that's the case. That that's just me. I don't know what statistics say now, but I know in the past like years ago um those were the two major things. But one of the things that I don't like about the, you know, when the they they glorify I think divorce, you know, with for example oh, if you haven't made chief, oh, it's because you haven't got divorced. You know what I'm saying? Great segue, Tanya. Right. So check that off. Check that off. You know, and I'm guilty of that to say, you know, because, you know, I was on my third marriage when I made it. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. I've been divorced twice. And I still haven't made it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dude, that's that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not funny. But that was that I've been in since 98 and they've been talking about that shit since then. You know what I mean? Chiefs, they drink coffee, you know what I'm saying? They get divorces, they go to mass, like, all those checks in the blocks. It wasn't until way later in my career that it was like, no, let's talk about, you know, the successes about and how you make it not, you know, because all I knew was the three-time fucking DUI guy that made Chief, you know? I'm just like, what the fuck? And not then you've got the EP fucking first class that retires at 20 because he couldn't make it, so... The glorifying. No,
0: that's that's a great, like, honestly, that's a great segue, it because th- I hear that shit almost every other day, mm-hmm. right? It was like, well, I-, I heard that to be a chief, you have to at least have one divorce, and they'll be like, you know, are are you on your first marriage still, chief? Yep, mm-hmm. and I don't ever plan on being on the second, and I don't ever plan on being on the first divorce either, right? That's not that's not to say like, oh, if I get divorced, I'll never be remarried. No, it's I don't ever plan on a divorce. And they're like, "Oh, really? Like, like, like they're surprised yeah. that I've made it this far as chief, and I don't have a divorce." Especially when everyone knows that it just so happens that there's a lot of divorcees on the ship, mm-hmm. right? So, like, they got in this head, like, "Oh, look at all these people that have these divorces. Oh, well, it's only a matter of time before you get yours too." So, it, it, I, I think it's a very disgusting thing, right? That, um not just the junior sailors, but, you know, other chiefs, other khakis and everything, look at it like, hey, you know, it's so, you, know just, it, it, you plan on staying much longer, it's only a matter of time, right? So I would then look at Nikki and ask, like, how do you respond to those as the wife mm-hmm. and the civilian the with the prior military history of, like, because wh- you work around people that are military, right? A lot of young corpsmen doing a lot of dumb shit, right? Like, how do you respond to things like that?
3: I asked, I'm yeah asked about like what. if
0: yeah if you're asked or any anything are you ever asked
3: am i ever i'm I always get like you know the eighteen year olds nineteen year olds that you know just meet someone out of course school and they're like, Well, I don't wanna live in the barracks, so I'm just gonna we're just gonna get married, and I was just like, no, you just started the navy, like go see the world, go you're gonna meet so many different people like you just got out of your small town or big town, whatever it is, you're going to meet so many different people, like, go do life. But when, I, you know, in the wardroom, when you see, like, a commander or captain, you're just, your first question is just like what you say is, like, damn, how many? They must be either one divorced <laughs> on their second, third marriage. I mean, because... To go up in ranks, you're dedicating so much of your time into your work. I feel like that's civilian world, too. Like, if you're CEO and shit like that, you're, like, so focused on.
0: So, do you think it's just, like, a matter of, like, when you see someone in higher ranking, it's, like, you know the sacrifices that they've had to make to get there that more than likely that one of those sacrifices was probably a marriage? Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, because, um... I feel like a lot of it you have to be self aware of what you're sacrificing. So if you know you have to sacrifice a lot of time with the military you have to move around a lot, right? You have to take you have to pick particular duty stations and particular jobs, particular collaterals to move up in rank to make your shit look good. I mean then that that's time away from home and then, you know, when you have to move around a lot, then your spouse has to move around a lot. <laughs> So then she can't, she or he cannot sustain a personal life because eventually they're going to be like, fuck, I can't do this. And it's not what you did. It's the life that they don't want. They just want to, sometimes they get to a point where I just want to settle in one fucking place and just like have a job where I don't have to keep moving. I don't have to keep submitting my resume I mean, I honestly have lucked out with just staying in this hospital Mm -hmm. from being active duty until civilian. Like, I got lucky. But that's just me out of how many other spouses in the military. Like, I don't have advice for them because I'm not... I don't have the mental space to be like, yeah, I'm quitting my job and fucking starting all over again.
5: You know what... you? This goes back to what I said and and kind of verifies that and what Nick said about, because I don't know if that was told to you, but you're not the only person that made chief that was told to them. Men. I don't think women get it as much as men, but as soon as you put those khakis on, or it was Calvin, right? As soon as you put those, you get that warning from my mentor. As soon as you put those khakis on, be careful. You know what I'm saying? These girls or whoever, personal opposite sex or same sex, is going to test you. They're going to try you. So the military does play a part in divorce because um, that right there, because as soon as you go from, um, you know, uh, what is it, white hat to khakis, then you're looked at differently already, automatically. So that does play a part. And then the chief's mess is so much different than a first-class mess, you know. They're not, they're a lot closer than the first, they don't have the same dynamics, you know. So I I was also told, you know, by my ex that, oh, when I when I made chief, I changed and now I got your chief friends and you know what I mean? So you get criticized for that too. And I'm just like, I did. I didn't even realize that. So, but I, I will admit we are a lot closer in the mess. I mean, not my current command cause they is different, different community.
4: Third. But
5: yeah. But you know, when I made it with it, like it is a lot different. Like when they say that this is what they're going to do and they're going to like, there's you, you go through it for a reason, you know what I'm saying? But, and you develop a lot closer friendships and some of those friendships, might turn into something else they don't always but it it does play a part in Mm -hmm. you know separation or divorce you know so um
3: yeah I mean and you know when I left for ODS I I can't tell you how many times so many people were like you're gonna end up leaving your dude because you know you about to commission no he's yeah and you know, and then when I got stationed in San Diego, you got all these people like, You're with an enlisted dude? I was like, Yeah, with E5, don't <laughs> worry about it. yeah. And they're just, like, yeah, they're just like, Why would you marry an enlisted dude? Why would you downgrade yourself, right? Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, i she mean, he's, the scummy. He's been down for me since like nursing school, right? No I just want to be down. <laughs> no other person has, has. He gave me like not gave he like, a whole life. He filled <laughs> up my car gas. for gas, like just to make it to class. And like shit, I didn't work enough.
0: Change your fucking wipers at the McDonald's in the rain.
3: <laughs> but like that, but your rank and the, that's,
5: that's not everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But the military makes it. You know, I mean it is. Yes, it is more power, more leadership, whatever. But they make it they glorify and make it more yeah. and then that uh, plays a toll on yeah. you know your relationship I, there is people that get a big fucking head of themselves you know as soon as they make it and yeah
1: I, I think i got a i think i got a little bit more humble mm-hmm. when i made it mm mm-hmm. and, and contrary to what popular belief or what your perception of me is um i think i got more humble because like, when you get pinned and you see your, your your family there, like your spouse, and they're not crying, but the only thing they say to you is like, yo, I know what you put into this. I'm proud of you. But what it took behind the scenes for you to get there, mm-hmm. it took people sacrificing their time, their, you know what I'm saying, right. to help you. It took your friends to take time out and say, hey, you know, you do this because you're good at this, and I'ma support you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, it it, it humble you, and then uh the fact that I just didn't look at myself like I was better than better than. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I never looked at myself like, oh, I'm better than you, or I. I you know, when I I'd, I'd like to be quiet about how many times it took me to make chief and when I made chief, because. It could come across as like, oh, he bragging or he think he's special. When I was just in certain positions that excelled me, you know, it's not Nicholas. I didn't do this. It was just I had people that cared about me, that I worked for, people that loved me at home, Mm -hmm. that with that combination, you know what I'm saying, set me up for success. And then you look at all the scummy shit you did before that, and then you think like, damn, like, I I don't deserve it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm here now, so. But, you know, getting attention before Khaki, I get you, Kelvin, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I, it's,
0: it's still the same. No inches taken away.
4: No <laughs>
0: Kelvin, you got anything? Oh, you muted right now. Why are you always muted? He's CDO. <laughs> Hold on, Kelvin, I can't hear a damn word you saying. Unmute yourself. I muted him. I don't know. Hey, Kevin, we'll come back to you once we figure this out. Um, those are those are great points, Nick. And, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking irritated because Kelvin's muted. Did and you guys have – you
5: said you had a podcast already before about this subject?
0: No, not about divorce. It's just, you know, me and Nick have talked about, me and Nikki oh. have talked about, like, marriage and our dynamics in there and, and, and what we've gone through. Like, while she was active and what led us there and stuff. Me and Nick have talked about being dads and things like that. And although this is, like, you know, kind of divorce-centric and getting that stuff, like, it's all-encompassing, right? When you start touching on family and things like that and, you know, something that everyone has brought up, right, is, like, staying together for the kids, Mm -hmm. right? Um,
5: That's not always the best thing.
0: No, no, it's not always the best thing. But I'll tell you, like, I'm a person. I, I don't say, hey, you should stay together for the kids, but I am a person like when you're talking about Tanya about like the person that be like, I've been telling, hey man, you sure? You, maybe y'all should work it out. Mm-hmm. I don't and I don't pretend like I know what's going on in in that in your area, but I'm a person that will say like, Have you? Are you sure that you've worked everything out? Mm-hmm. Right, that you've taken and done everything you possibly can to work it out. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes they're like, Yeah, and it's a short like, Yep. And I don't believe those ones,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because it's too quick of an answer, right? It's just like, yep, done with it. I believe, like, there's probably some more. And that's not to say that it will still me? not end up in divorce, right? It's still you, but it's just like, have you done the work? Right. And it, again, that's self-imposing my own beliefs and ways I think about things. Uh, Kelvin, you're unmuted. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Can Ask you hear me? Kevin. You can hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Hello? Can you hear me? Got you. <laughs> uh so so uh, I want to make two major points. I think the first one, the first point I want to make is um I think everybody needs seasons in their life. Um, I think and mind you, I may be speaking out uh incorrectly here, so please correct me if I'm wrong. But the three people that dealt with divorces here all got married young. Um, and I think that in life you need that young Uh, and free rip and run, like I think kind of as we said, that time to find yourself, find what you like, uh, that period of life. And, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things that that period is going to happen one way or the other. Um, So if it happens while you're married, that can obviously cause issues. And I guarantee if we did consensus, uh, a, a census of everybody who got married, super young like i said i was 19 i think nick said he was 19 i, I think that's just you know you I, probably about 25 after you've gotten that that hey i was wild and free and ripped and ran when you get that period out of your life you're probably a little bit more mature to get married uh but the second point i want to make is uh that it 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 is hard in the navy because i mean we kind of talked about how success uh uh breeds into that Be- because our job naturally Uh, asks us to prioritize the Navy over our relationship, right? Uh, As we talked about, we talked about some of the stereotypes of of making chief. And I think some of those have gone away, um, you know, going to mask, getting a divorce or whatever. Uh, But some of those things still exist because at the end of the day, the one thing that I continue to hear, uh, and we're talking about in a positive, of how you make rank, hey, those people that didn't make chief, the first thing you're asked is, have you taken a hard job? Have you been IA? Have you been on multiple ships? Yada, yada, yada. Um, me personally, I've short toured twice because I did not make I did not make a rank and I thought the reason must be I need to go to sea. Um So you're asked to prioritize the Navy over your family, your relationship. Um, And and again, obviously that's an internal thing. But as we talked about, uh, Josh, we talked about how you define success. Um, somebody may define success by the rank that you wear on your collar. Somebody else who, let's just say that first class that doesn't make chief, that was that EP, but hey, maybe I was there for events. Maybe I still have a strong relationship with my kids. Maybe I still have a strong relationship with my wife because I didn't prioritize uh, getting, going to see, doing those IAs or things like that that maybe hurt my rank, but helped me be more successful uh, in my relationships that, that again, prioritize, because I would always tell you that my priority, number one priority, is my family. I, I will always tell you that. My decisions didn't always line up with that, right? I didn't always make decisions that were in line with me saying I prioritize my family because I'm doing things uh, to make rank. I, I realized, oh, snap, I didn't make Master Chief my first time up It must be because I'm on shore duty. So let me uproot my family at the time I was in San Diego and move to Japan uh, because I need to be back on a ship leading sailors from a ship because that's what I need to, to make Master Chief. And I had a mentor who asked me at that point in time, and this was past the decision point, hey, would your family rather you be a senior chief on shore duty or a Master Chief at sea? and i answering that question correctly answering that question honestly i had to say yeah they would have much rather me have been the senior chief on shore duty home every day seeing me every day but my own pride my own ego the 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 rat race of the navy and chasing rank and things of those natures made me really at that point in time make a decision that wasn't maybe conducive for what was best for my family but what was best for the navy and what was best for me chasing rank so I think those two things come in play, the age. And then, like I said, ensuring every decision that you make while you're in the Navy, you run through kind of that checklist of is this what's best for both the Navy, but also my family and my relationship?
0: Absolutely. And I would turn that around and say the first check should be, is this best for my family? Right. Um this is something me and Nikki were just talking about as we were coming home from some errands earlier, right? You uh, know, Chief's birthday, right, all that. So, we were joking, a lot of posts, whatever, a lot of jokes. <coughs> and she said, she was telling uh, her sister-in-law, shout out Anna and Jerome, right? Uh, Jerome was seeing Chief, and Nikki said, I'm still waiting uh, So uh, for my... Nikki's quote was, I'm still waiting for my star so I could be a senior, Mrs. Senior Chief's chief's wife, right? And I got hers last year, you know, big, big ups to Jerome out there, you know. And I asked Nikki, I said, I said, hey, um, what did I say? Like, you really want to be a senior chief's wife, huh? No, you said you
3: would rather be a master chief's wife.
0: Well, I started with senior chief though, right? I started with senior chief, like, 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 you'd like to be a senior chief's wife. And she was like, Eh, like, it'd be cool, but she ain't tripping, right? Like she knows it's my career and whatever. And I was like, and then I asked, Hey, but you'd really like to be Mas Chief's wife, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Like a second generation, right? Like mama mama called me upstairs, like the, you know, she'd be like a second generation mass chief's wife, Mrs. Mass Chief, right? And he was like, No. I'd rather just want you to fuck home,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like
0: like if, if if you did make senior, that'd be cool. And then we went into, you know, the the, the relationship part between us of like where she believes in me and believes I've earned things that, you know, I, I don't have, but, th- you know, that's fine. But like her belief and support in me, uh, going back to what Kelvin saying, what you were saying, Nick, of how it's the support system behind you that's getting you there, right? And what a lot of people say out loud during things, but then maybe don't act like it going back to the overall concept and talking points of tonight, right? Um, So, you know, the first box you should be looking at is the family box. Fuck if this is going to be good for the Navy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Navy doesn't fuck. Like, the Navy's going to put you somewhere and get something out of you no matter where you end up, right? No matter what, you know, like in Kelvin's case, like, uproot the family, move to Japan. You know, Kevin, I think your kids are still doing good, but now you're divorced, and you might be happy with that, right? But your decisions, you know, somewhat led to that, right? And so, and the Navy, the Navy doesn't give a shit about your divorce, right? Unless, again, going back to Tanya's point, unless, you know, you need help with with paying your child support, and then they'll help you, whether you're on the, mm-hmm. the, the woman side or the man side of it, right? They're going to help that get paid one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, so... um Definitely, like Kelvin saying, like, look at it, like, is this going to be good for your family? And that's why I said, like, in the last podcast, like, I have everything lined up where the decision to re-enlist is going to be so hard yet so easy because everything is matched to end. There's no overlap or, well, you know, honey, you know, hey, you know, if I just re-enlist because I got to extend, you know, like, no. It is January 2026 everything comes to a stop i don't have to do anything right i don't have to do i don't have to do anything to change anything like i could just like keep showing up to work keep showing up to work and come january 26 i'm just done right Mm -hmm. it's just like it's like those sailors that don't plan shit and don't tell anyone and then they come to you the week before and they're like hey
3: Mm -hmm. um
0: I didn't reenlist, but I want to, but my PRD and EOS is next week. And, and, you know, if I don't get a new cat car now, I can't show up to work Monday and I won't have a paycheck, but I really want to be here still. I don't have to worry about that. Come January 26th. I could just be done and walk off and just be like, yo, it's good. Right. And, and you know, I don't think that's a, our last hurdle. Right. Like as Nikki was saying earlier, like it's a great point that she brought up of like, um, she doesn't She doesn't define our marriage as a success because our marriage isn't over, right? So when you get into that, like, how can you define something that's supposed to last forever as a success? Just kind of like with everyone, you know, we all have kids. How do you define the success of being a parent except when your kid is, what, 35 and raising their own kids or some shit? And then you can sit back and be like, oh, shit. You know what? I I I think I did it. Maybe. And you still don't even know because that that, that child of yours still has so much life to go. But at that moment, right, they say 35 because 'cause we're all around in that ballpark area except for Tanya and Kelvin. Right? They're like thirty or something, <laughs> right?
3: Well, Tony, 21 <laughs> you. 21 like
0: twenty one plus <laughs> like yeah. twenty.
3: I'm just I'm
0: just kidding, Tanya, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. It's true <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, so how, how can you define success in those things? How can you define success in marriage? How can you define success in being a parent? Those things take dozens, tens, decades before you can sit back and say, I had a successful this. Okay. I you got know. a couple questions. Go ahead. I'm going to cut you off. No, right. go ahead. Go ahead. So
5: is it better if, I, if we word it like this? We think you are... I see you in a currently in a successful marriage. Not, you know, I I get it. You guys have certain hurdles, but you guys are an example, a a positive example of a good, healthy marriage. Okay. I would say that, um, that's for you guys, whether you agree (laughs) with it or not. Hey, from the outside looking in, that's how I see it. I see how you talk about her. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not just gassing you up. Like we see how he talks about you from day one. Um, yeah, and then and then seeing you guys together, like how you guys, fuck like you guys are dope, man. Like you, you guys are like friends. You talk shit, you know what I'm saying. And you individually are just like dope individuals, which makes it easy to love you guys together and apart. And your fucking kids, God. And then, um,
0: I made some good ones.
5: So second, can a a, divo- a divorce a marriage that ends in divorce can that be considered a successful marriage? So. Hear me mm, out.
0: That's a good if question, if Tanya. If
5: you, because there's that people is. that get married young, you know, nineteen, and then they're married for like ten years, and they realize, damn, I, like, we're not good together. You know what I'm saying? But we're cool, so let's just. I, they would. I, I, I know a guy. He's like, I, could, we're still cool. We're still friends. I consider that a successful marriage. We just, we fell out of love. Like we weren't compatible for each other. We were very young. Um, so that's my first question, I guess. And my second one was to Calvin if he wants to share. Do, do you think that you did everything you could before throwing in the towel you don't have to answer that i know it's personal
2: go ahead calvin no can you guys hear me yep yeah so absolutely not um there are things you know we talked about pride and i've, I've hit on pride there are things that i was not willing to do um counseling things of that nature that you know again um but you know, to, to kind of go behind the veil a little bit. Um, I probably wasn't, uh, I, I, I kinda, I kinda, uh, I don't want to say threw down a gauntlet. I kind of, uh, did not believe that, that it would end that way. I did not fully understand, uh, uh, the, the, the situation. Um, and I believed that everything would just be fine. Um, you know, and I didn't understand how, how things were making, you know, other people feel. Um, so yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. they were, like I said, out of pride. uh I, I, there were things that I was not willing to do. Um, and then the gauntlet was thrown down. Um, and I, you know, I kind of did not believe it. I, I was, uh you know, I believed that everything was going to be fine. Um, until you know, until it was too late.
5: Thank you for sharing.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's good. That's important, right? Like, like so much self awareness, right? Of being able to recognize when when you've done your part mm-hmm. of messing up and contributing to it, right? Um, now back to your other question, can a marriage that ends in divorce be defined as successful? I mean there so there all right, there's two parts to this, right? And I I'm not the most holiest of holy people, right? But, like, we got married not in a church, but by, uh, what is it, a priest? That's why I'm not the holiest of holy. but Pastor, right? Whatever, you know. I'm not baptized or anything, right? But we have our faith, right, that we believe in each other and and, and Jesus, all that, right? Okay. So, to me, like, no. If you look at it in that aspect, right, the church kind of, like, aspect, it can't be. Right. If it ends in divorce and you believe in that stuff, then that goes against everything and it cannot be successful. Now, let's take that part out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a lot of people nowadays don't believe in that stuff or don't practice or whatever. And to each their own. I'm not, again, no judgment passed here. Um, no. Still no. Really? No. Because I guess it depends on like, um, how much do you believe in the words you're saying and the commitment to those words, right? No matter who's reciting, like who's having you repeat after me, right? You know, raise your right hand, repeat after me. I, Joshua Moore, do solemnly swear to, you know, defend the Constitution. Like, how much do you believe in that? When we're sitting there and, you know, she's walking down the aisle and then her dad passes her off to me, Right. And then, like, he whispers in my ear, like, that he's trusting me with her. Mm-hmm. Right? I told you that he said that before, right? Mm-hmm. No. no. Okay. Well, news. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Like, and, and like, now, because, again, the, 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 it's a ceremony. It's a ceremonial action. Kelvin, I'm sure you're related, you know, you know about some ceremonies, right? When mm-hmm. you when you when you, when you believe in those ceremonies of those things happening, for me, just Josh, and then you break those and those bonds and the things that we did, right, the, that were part of our wedding, right, then it wasn't successful because you broke those bonds, you broke those words, you broke mm-hmm. your promise, whatever. And it happens. No one's perfect. You know, you say you look at us and we look like a successful marriage. Cool. I guess we're putting on a great show, honey. <laughs> but and, and like I said, I, I know I'm, I'm not going to say everything that you know our problems are, but every marriage has problems it's not a secret right we can Mm -hmm. sit here and be like yeah we got our own problems that we work through every fucking day every week everything right um but we're working through it i believe when you quit working through it and you decide the divorce is the route again no judgment but you have quit You've quit working. You've quit trying. You've quit loving or loving in the way you're supposed to love. You quit. You quit. So how can you define anything in life as a success if you have quit at it and not done it to completion? And that completion is I will fucking die before she leaves me or before I leave her. Right? And look. I don't know, maybe fucking 15 down the years down the road or something, I'm, I, like, I go off the deep end and I'm fucking crazy living on 50 acres in Flagstaff and she's like, I can't fucking deal with you and all the farm animals. I don't know, right? But in those 50 years or something, if she were to do that, then I could not look back and be like, hey, it was a great run for 65. That's a success.
1: I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think you are a thousand percent right.
0: And I know people will be out there and they'll be like, whatever, Josh, you full of shit. Like, you know, you, you a dirt bag, like, you know, whatever, whatever. And I would be like, yes, sometimes I have been, but as, as we all have. At, right. But again, like it goes back to like, rock, I, not a not qu- over a rock. yeah. And like, yeah. it cannot be a success if, if you quit nothing in life, marriage, right. washing your car, like nothing in life. Running your PFA mile and a half. If you fucking quit, guess what? You weren't successful, you fucking failed, you're fucking getting kicked out. It does not matter. If you quit, it is not a success. People quit. We got three people here that have quit. Shit, do the whole math. It's a whole one, two, five <laughs> times quit. <laughs> and, and you know, that's a, a joke, but it's just you know
1: no. that that's fine. No, that's you, you're yeah. absolutely right. We got to a point where it was like, well, she got to a point where she was like, nah, I'm not doing this. I don't believe you. You don't make me feel, yes, you're not doing it now, but you're not making me feel this way. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. We tapped out. That was it. We done. I, I can I can wear that on the chin. I can tell anybody in their face. I can look her mama in the face and say, this was 99.9% my fault. And I'm cool with that because I don't give a fuck what people think about yeah. me. Yeah, a lot. My daughter loves me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so
0: you know that brings. So Chad has a a um. Excuse <coughs> me, sorry. Chad in the chat, you know, he's Chad says yes, it can be defined as successful. What came out of it? it we know Chad has three boys that will pro- that will prove that it is. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> gotta drink this shit. So let <laughs> So hey, you know, hello? Chad. Chad. Your, I would say, and this isn't to argue with Chad, right? But the relationship, the sex was successful, right? Well, As much as, I think, I'll just say everyone here loves some sex, okay? Sex is to recreate, to create life. That's what it's for. As much as we use it for other things, pleasure and and self-gratification and stuff, it's to create life. So the sex was successful because you created life and you love your children, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay marriage isn't about the sex even though you could again you could get into the biblical aspects of it and stuff and you could be like when when you do come together you become one right through the intercourse and everything right but like that's not what makes the marriage successful if it was then you probably would have been successful with That one from that one time when you was like 20 and y'all spent like three weeks together, you know, of 21 days just banging each other's brains out, you know, like that would have been your marriage and you would have had all the success
1: in in the world. I get what you're saying. But it wasn't. What they're trying to do is they're trying to take pieces from the marriage and say, oh, well, it was a success for we had this. No, that's just part of the equation. Yeah. Like, so like, it's like math. Like, yeah, you know, you did Pim Das. You know, you did that, but you forgot this step, so you're you're off by a decimal. Yeah, so your answer is wrong. Yep, like you're wrong. Yeah, you're yeah. right in your procedure, but somewhere you went wrong. Yeah, you got beautiful. I, listen, I got some of the some of the most beautiful kids on the face of this planet. Everybody fucking knows this. Yes, I have a successful career. Yes, everybody knows this. I am very handsome and I'm fucking funny. Everybody knows this. And yeah, he a Leo. That's why he's talking about himself like that. But, was a joke. but, yes, but my marriage wasn't, I'm not, it's not complete. It's not whole. My yeah. marriage wasn't, no, you can't pick and say, what. well, I didn't beat her ass, so, you know. <laughs> like, no, you, you, you failed. Yeah. We we try to take the society, we try to put the society, society's norms in our Marriage, yeah, Mm -hmm. and in our daily lives. Well, I'm not doing this, or I'm I'm not that bad of a person. No, what you're Mm -hmm. doing is you're passing judgment, and you're you're saying that your skeletons, you're making excuses, and you're not saying my skeletons aren't as bad as their skeletons, but you still got fucking skeletons. Yeah.
5: No, I agree with you guys. Just when this guy brought that up, I've never heard about it like that until he said that. Like, yeah, I think I I thought it was. I was like, shit. He thought what? He thought it was a successful marriage because. They both ended it cordially like they agreed. Like, we're not good together. We're no longer in love. Like, we're just roommates. Like, hey, let's just.
1: Y'all just quit together.
5: Yeah, just quit together. So that's why. I mean, I, I, but I do. I agree with you. I think pe- people throw in the towel too easily. You know what I'm saying? And, I, of course, I'm not talking about domestic violence or, you know, like for me, it's just domestic violence. That was my first marriage. You know what I'm saying? I got to get out of that. And then, you know, my second marriage was um, that I threw in the towel. For good reason is what I'm saying, and then my second marriage, you and some people are okay with this and they deal with it. But you had a baby out of wedlock. I'm not raising nobody else's kid, but that's just me because I have friends that have that do that, and that's okay. But you know that that's for me. Um, I said we're not talking about the third one, but for me those are reasonings for me for throwing in the towel. But when you talk about the vows that for better or worse till death do us part, okay, worse is you fucking hitting me i'm leaving your fucking ass you know what i'm saying it's that's not a reason to stay or you hitting my kids or whatever or you're constantly you know what i'm saying cheating like i had a girlfriend who she left her husband because he was a sex addict and he couldn't stop buying hookers like you can't yeah it was disgusting so (laughs) no game yeah right now
0: hey josh
5: oh but but (laughs) if you take yeah
0: oh calvin go ahead calvin
2: no hey so I want to say that my answer has literally changed right when the question was first brought up when when the question was first brought up my answer was was yes I think a a a marriage even with divorce could be successful but Josh really kind of you opened my eyes yeah. in the way you kind of said it because at the end of the day it is the the vow that you are taking is till death do us part mm-hmm. if you don't make it till death you know I think the only marriage you can say that was successful is hey somebody passed away um because of the, because we did not Uphold the vow and the vow is Till death do us part um, And if you don't make it to death then Yeah you did not uphold your vow If you don't uphold your vow you couldn't call it a Success
0: Yeah it's I mean I don't like to be right but Off to them right um, I don't know and again that's just That's just me and, and I hope Nikki feels the same way right And I'm pretty sure she does that's why
5: yeah i
0: we're still together, and, I agree
5: with you guys, yeah. but I don't think that I don't pass judgment on anybody, whatever the reasoning be because you you're you're in charge of your own happiness, you know what I'm saying yeah. if that person doesn't make you happy so but i I do agree with what you're saying um, but I can't like I can't uh, like I have my re- like for me those will be my reason- my reasonings that doesn't mean that somebody else agrees with it, so like the vowels piece um it it plays. <laughs> A, a, for me it's a big part because people stick with that you know what i'm saying like you're like for better or worse worse till death do us part so you're gonna be with somebody you know what i'm saying for 65 years because of however long till death do us part you know unhappy miserable toxic or whatever it is you know because you're sticking with this and they're miserable and toxic could be something as simple as i you know i because they didn't get to know him because they got married young. And you know what I'm saying? I don't like the way he fucking chews or he's fucking nasty and dirty or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't pass judgment on, on anybody and why and the reasons for why they got divorced or, you know, why they decided to separate. Well,
3: there's still those marriages where, like, couples don't sleep in the same bed. Mm. So can you say that that's successful? No. Uh, it's not. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you want to do it in two different beds in the same night, though, I'm good, too.
3: But, this, <laughs> so. like,
0: Turn the
1: mic. I think people yeah. are like, it's it. Josh, your tone is what kind of throws it off. Cause like the way your delivery is, is is blunt, it's abrupt, it's to the point, it's, it's abrasive. So, and then when you hear the, when you when you hear the words "quit," it 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 comes across like, "Oh, I'm a quitter." Let's put it all on the table. Do you know how many things? Fucking quit at that diet that you were doing. Mm-hmm. How many how many diets have we did here? Yep. How many New Year New Me plans we did? Mm-hmm. Here? How many things have we quit on yeah. in life that made us better? You quit. Some people quit smoking cigarettes. Some people quit drinking. Some people quit. Mm-hmm. Like stop. Don't don't look at it in a negative connotation. Oh, you quit on your marriage? No, I I learned that this was a you know what I'm saying. And yes, we we quit because. You're speaking from, this is your friend. Yeah. So you're not quitting on your friend. I don't know about her, but me, I'm coming from a place where I didn't respect my friend. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it didn't work. And my friend didn't like how she wasn't being respected. So she tapped out because that wasn't, she was, she loved, she took the time to say, you know what? I love me more than I love this situation. And that's fine. Like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you don't got to get, it's not like, oh, you quit on your marriage. Like, you quit at a lot of shit at life. Like, you probably quit at school. How many people, how many half degrees we got here? Like, <laughs>
4: like you, 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 shit.
1: There's only one completed one,
0: right? right Yo, here, what's yeah. what's up? Shout out my boo. Yeah.
1: But uh, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad. Oh, Kelvin too. Bad Kelvin, raised his head. Go
5: ahead, Kelvin.
0: No, he said he got his degree too. But some, <laughs> some
5: people do. Some people do take the easy way out, and that is the easy way out for them. And so I agree with you; those people do quit. But until you know their story, right? You know, and honestly, that's nobody's business. You know?
0: Yeah, right. No, you, you guys are you guys are absolutely right. And yeah, I use those words and I use them on purpose, but I use them from my point of view, on my half of the marriage. That I hope that she reciprocates and believes the same, right? That we are not going to quit at this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, Tony, you bring up for you know, for better or worse, your worse <laughs> and in your situations, you might have met that worse. That's right? True,
4: yeah.
0: and, and that might be that might be your worst. We're like, nope, th- this is worse. And and this this is like this is the limit of my it's the worser. worst. Right. How? You know, and like and yeah. you know, like something like Physical abuse, right? If I ever had the notion to Chris Brown, Nikki's eye, right? Since she loves his new album so fucking much, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? bring that shit up. His
3: new song is really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm gonna sing you something later. It's a okay. warm
3: embrace. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm gonna give you a warm embrace. Okay, Anyways, Chris hey, Chris Brown, fucking sponsor me. All right, you fucking. You, you should be listening a to her album time right now. Okay. Anyways, um. Like, what would I look like if I if she came back the next week and was like, "Hey, sign these fucking papers," and I was like, "Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, you know, like for better or worse, right? No, I've 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 now done worse. I've done worse than the worse, right? right. So that goes back to what Nick was talking about, Kelvin, and everything, and yourself, like, right? Like now you have to be self aware enough to be like, well, I guess I need to sign these, right? Yeah.
5: And I will say, I don't like telling my business and my reason is why, but I get past people judge me all the time. So I feel like I need to explain, like, okay, this is why. You know what I'm saying? Because they judge me based off of that. And I'm just yeah. like, I, I don't, I'm not a quitter. You know, I don't like to see myself as a quitter, but I am I want to be an example to my kids. So then I feel like, because it's, I hate that, man. People,
3: what would you do? What's wrong with
5: you? You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. well,
3: Well, I think people forget that. Success comes from a bunch of failures. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't learned from. You're
5: about to
0: drop like a poster acronym on us.
3: like You fail like uh, you don't become successful in something unless you failed at it. Like it could take five times, three times, two times, ten times. Before you successfully figure it out, like so it just takes some people a few more times.
5: And even that's if, just, even though I was on the receiving end of that punching bag, whether yeah. it be that or something, um, literally, literally. And then the other ones, I still felt like I did something wrong.
3: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I still felt some kind of guilt. But see, because you're still learning, mm-hmm. it's still a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
0: right. You know, <laughs> I think that's it, y'all. Good show. Let, let's go around the room real yeah. quick. Um, if you, anyone's got any parting statements, uh, we could do that. <laughs> we'll, sorry, sorry, I, I don't have COVID, but it sounds like it. Um, Tanya, let's start with you. You got anything? Uh, any uh, outgoing? Any outro? Uh,
5: no, just don't be judgmental. <laughs> um, thank you for inviting me. Invite me again. This was dope.
0: Yeah, I just gotta figure okay. out what I want to talk to you about next. I don't know. Maybe having kids. Yeah, you got got a few. I got a few. I'm done. Uh, Nick, you got an outro? Uh,
1: no, no outro. Uh, thank you all for having me. I appreciate you know, pulling up. I appreciate the invite. Um, good talk, good healthy talk, Kelvin. What's up, man? Um, that's it. Thank you,
0: appreciate it, Nick. Kelvin, to you.
2: Hey, yeah, I just want to say, uh, so first of all, hey, what's up, Nick? Uh, I think these conversations always learn something, so I appreciate it. Um I want to leave with kind of like the PSA that yeah marriage is hard and it's supposed to be. Uh marriage in the military is even harder uh, with all the things that we just do in life. Um but I want to leave on the positive note of it can be done. Um there it, it can be done. It takes constant communication, it takes putting yourself in good situations, it takes making good choices, uh it takes trust. Uh but it can be done. I've seen it done. Um you know, I think we all hear the horror stories of the people with 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 uh, multiple uh, cheating and things of that nature. But again, I, I can tell you stories of people that had a beautiful relationship and made it through 20 years married while in the military. Uh, it's just it, it takes more work. It's going to take a little bit more work. It's going to take a little bit more maturity. It's going to take knowing that person a little bit more, uh, but it can be done. I leave you all in love.
0: Appreciate it, Calvin. Thank you. Babe.
3: Um nothing. Nothing? Other than I mean live life. Live life first. Get to know yourself before you try to make someone else happy.
0: That's uh very good, honey. Very profound. <laughs> um damn man, y'all didn't have much today. That's <laughs> that makes me nervous for what I got. <clears throat> hey, yo, so thank you everyone, Tanya, Nick, Kelvin. Babe, thank you. We got some stuff to go work on uh, after this, right? <laughs> Blowing up balloons, people. We got a birthday celebration tomorrow. Anyways, um, yo, thanks for everyone tuning in. Chad, everyone in the chat, appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, like we said, it, it, was a, it was a bit of a tough conversation. I, not tough for us, right? It flows even because we're all around family and love, right? Um, for anyone listening, it might seem like a sensitive subject, but again, uh, it's shit that's happening like real life in the military obviously the people that we know all around us right um you know if you're thinking about divorce or anything like that you know think it through make sure you've done everything you need to do you know dot your i's cross your t's and make sure it's the right decision and um you know hey i mean again love yourself first before you try to love anyone else right If you can't love yourself you can't expect someone else to fulfill that uh that hole that you got in your heart right? so with uh, that you know hey don't forget For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us on anchor.fm backslash Zulu podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of myself, Joshua Moore, and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respective institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us. Yo, and don't forget, if you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Give me the finger, all right? And then hit the little bell for the notifications because we're going to do this whenever we do this. All right, thank y'all. We out.